0: Day, April the thirteenth, twenty fifteen. And as always, I'm your host, John Hansen. And as we do each and every Monday at this same time over the same virtual airwaves of the Blog Talk Radio Network through our studios in New York City, we bring to you buyers meeting points, Kelly Barner, to share with you news from the world of purchasing or procurement. I guess that would be the more appropriate term. And included in that sharing is a weekly guest soundbite. And this week's soundbite is Charles Dominic, who is the president of the Next Level Purchasing Association. And he's going to share the overall findings of their 2015 procurement salary survey. So without further delay, let's welcome back to the show, Kelly.
1: Thank you, John. This is the Buyer's Meeting Point weekly update for April 13th through the 17th, 2015. This week's events include the application of analytics at law firms, inventory management, and engaging your contingent workforce. This week's first recommended event is being presented by Roslyn Analytics on how law firms cleverly use analytics to improve profits. As more and more procurement's work is focused on managing services, It's worth hearing about the creative practices of organizations whose spend is almost entirely services, the majority of which are high-value strategic services. In this webinar, Jeff Young, Global Strategic Sourcing Manager for Linklaters, and Paul Cook, Vice President of Global Sales at Roslyn Analytics, will share real-world examples of how analytics is empowering better decision-making and value creation across entire law firms including particular focus on finance and compliance. On Thursday, Supply Chain Insights will present inventory management in a market-driven world. As we look at the supply chain and the costs that are often caught up in it, management of inventory becomes an increasingly complicated practice. Keep too little on hand and you'll be out of stock in the face of demand. Keep too much on hand and you'll have to absorb the cost of obsolete stock. In some cases, Suppliers can be leveraged to manage inventory, but you could be certain they are building the cost of uncertainty into their prices. In this webinar, we'll hear how to optimize an inventory management system, and what steps you need to take to move past the sticking point. I'm personally looking forward to attending this event. In my final recommendation for the week, Sourcing Interest Group and Allegis present a webinar on attracting and engaging your contingent workforce. While the contingent workforce model is cost-effective and efficient, it does not come with the loyalty and commitment seen in permanent hires. The speakers in this event will explain how to build an employee value proposition that extends to the contingent workforce by establishing a foundation on which an employer brand is built, representing all of the factors that motivate a contingent employee to work for an organization and contribute their very best. Check the Buyers Meeting Point events calendar for the scheduling and registration links for these events, as well as those coming up. Next week's webinar topics include Procurement as a Service, Inspiring and Leading Change in Procurement, and Achieving Better Insight in the Data-Driven Enterprise. In this week's guest audio, I have an exclusive excerpt from the Next Level Purchasing Association's recent webinar on their 2015 salary survey. This is the fifth year they have done the survey, collecting information from their global membership and analyzing it along 13 dimensions, including continent, gender, title, management status, and industry. This year, over 1,300 procurement and supply management professionals participated in the survey. In this audio, you will hear Charles Dominic, president of the association, discuss the major findings of the survey.
0: So what is the average purchasing and supply management salary in 2015? Well, here's your answer. The average purchasing and supply management salary is $57,952. This year's average salary is up a meager 2.9% from last year's. So if purchasing and supply management salaries were an aircraft, that would be more of a glider than a supersonic jet. This is a notable slowdown from the previous year when purchasing and supply management salaries grew by a double-digit percentage rate. While salary growth of any proportion is certainly a positive thing, the Next Level Purchasing Association has a theory about why the growth was relatively modest in the past year. While employment has picked up in most sectors, as evidenced in part by the market improvement in the United States unemployment rate, the rate of improvement has slowed. That rate improved to 5.7% in January 2015, compared with 6.6% in the uh the um the a year earlier however such rate of improvement in the past year was less impressive than that of the previous year when the unemployment rate dropped a relatively massive 1.3 percentage points and that was the first january to january period when the unemployment rate improved by 1.3 percentage points since the 1983 to 1984 Period. So, employment capacity may be leveling out, and salaries are following suit.
1: As Charles goes on to explain later in the webinar, or as you can read in the salary survey report, there is both good news and bad news this year. In addition to the relatively flat overall average survey, women are still being outpaid and outpromoted both inside and outside of North America. Women in North America make roughly three quarters of what their male counterparts make. I thought this might be explained away by more women being at entry levels of the profession as the millennial employment profile changes the overall career landscape. But women only hold a third of positions with the title buyer and under, so the lower level titles. This is a metric we will clearly have to watch as millennials do in fact enter the procurement profession and their salaries start to hold greater sway in surveys like this one as they represent larger numbers in the overall procurement community. But the news was not all bad. Bonuses are in and up. 35% of participants got a bonus, a marked increase from last year, and the bonuses themselves were higher, an average of $7,200 up from just under $5,000 last year. Most interesting of all is the fact that the primary basis for most bonuses was overall company performance. Of the five factors participants were given to select from, individual realized savings targets was last. In general, there are a few things you can do to improve your salary based on the report's findings. One of the most realistic might be to change companies. This tends to lead to an increase in salary as much as $10,000 a year. Another is to work for a large company, characterized as over one billion in annual revenues for the sake of this survey. Large organizations have more people, more levels of hierarchy, and more influential executive positions. Beyond that, take any opportunity to do something measurable to improve yourself, whether it is a certification or a degree. Both of these investments are associated with higher salaries. As always, you can share your thoughts on this week's guest audio or recommended events by commenting on today's episode page or by connecting with me directly on LinkedIn, Twitter, or Facebook. I will be back next Monday to review upcoming procurement events and share another guest audio excerpt.